0: as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong.
1: Good evening everybody and welcome to Nightlight. It's it's amazing the year is flying by already. It's already February and of course that means we have the joyful experience of having Michelle Avanti with us yet again. Um I think I think First Mondays are one of my favorite shows because I always learn so much from her. Um and and yeah, I take notes all the time. She she is a wealth of information and even if she's not reading your particular chart, uh, you, you're able to garner and gather information that that, you know, can can help you and enhance your life and, and it really is a very exciting um adventure having her on the show she has been um faithful and she's been here a lot and I'm so delighted she's here Michelle welcome to the show awesome so happy to be here it's February it's February now I I did want to ask you something because we recently have had a full super blue moon
2: with yeah
1: what exciting you know, after watching <laughs> oh, okay.
2: this super blue moon, it was not just a super blue moon. It was a lunar eclipse. That too. A whole new doorway opened. Big stuff. Um, this and I, and you know, I, I i don't know how many of your listeners watch fo- football, but uh, my husband is an avid football fan, and as a result, I watch football.
0: Uh-huh. At any
2: rate, I don't miss the Super Bowl. And uh, yesterday we had the Eagles versus the Patriots. And for those who don't know, Patriots are big Super Bowl heroes. They've—I don't know how many times they've won, but it's quite a, quite a few. It's more than four three or five, I, four, four, I think. Yeah, I think it's yeah. So the the Eagles went in, and they were an underdog to say the very least. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, but their quarterback was even more of an underdog. Was their quarterback of the season, had injured himself, so uh, this young man was thrown into the mix, and that was a few games ago. He was thrown into the mix just as they went into playoffs, and um, he's an interesting combination of a human being, complete opposite of Tom Brady, who is out there in the limelight, you know, has a supermodel wife and lots and lots of money. And uh, he shows off all of that, and, whereas this man is just a really quiet, uh, very diligent hard worker, who, uh, very spiritual, and uh, just just a really good person who's been kind of plugging along for years. He had a really magical year back in 2013, and then this year he was taken off the sidelines and thrown into the mix again, and yesterday he won the Super Bowl and became the MVP, Most Valuable Player Award for the year. Amazing story. He is the example of what this super moon is about. This is a doorway for anyone who's ever had a dream and wanted to manifest it. Your doorway just opened. You may have knocked at the door a gazillion times in the past and never gotten through it, you are going to go through this year if you will just say, "I want to, I will, I'm going for it."
3: Go wow. for it. Wow,
2: this is such a powerful statement. Um, I'm blown away, and I'm just so jazzed to be able to
1: share that. Because, <laughs> well, uh, you know. I do. Thank you. <laughs> although my although although my team lost, but no, I understand it was a good game. Um, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. But but well, you know, you can
2: from uh, the Patriots or any other team for that matter. You know, the Olympics are about to open up on Friday, and that's going to be fascinating to see what underdogs win in the Olympics oh, this year.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. But
2: athletes, to me, are individuals who they work hard their whole lives to try to uh, be out front and to win. And, you know, from an astrology point of view, we're, we look at the charts. You know, years ago, I was. I, I got into this thing because my husband, like I said, he he's into football, and and we lived in uh, Nevada. I, I was in Nevada for many many years, so I decided I was going to do a, a research because I knew an astrologer down in Texas who kept claiming she could predict through astrology who would win in football games. So. She had some software, and I thought, well, let me go see about this. And what I did was I opened up a research group, and I said, anybody who wants to join, you put in $25. We're going to do this for one entire NFL season. Put in $25 until I have enough money to pay for her software program and enough to collect all the data I need. So that's Uh what we did. And I still had people who wanted to join. And I said, nope, once the money's here, it's closed. So I had maybe, I don't know, 15 or 18 people. It wasn't a lot of people. But it was just a small research project, and I was doing all the work. And uh-huh. uh, I was doing it all by hand because I don't know how to use Excel spreadsheets, So, and plus they don't even have you know the kind of symbols I would need. Uh-huh. So I was wor- working with that. I looked at over 40 charts every single week and studied them. And I looked through not just the actions for the quarterback, but for the the group as a whole. In other words, the, the birth of that uh, chart for that particular team. And I also looked at the managers. So I worked really hard. And every week I gave them predictions, and they put. I, and I told them, please do not put a lot of money out. Only things that you can. I, I am not a gambler, and I cannot begin to think of anybody throwing their money away. I have a uh-huh. hard time with. It. But uh, by the end of the season, we got to uh, Super Bowl, and I concluded that it is completely and utterly impossible for an astrologer to identify who will win every game. And. Uh-huh. There are a lot of reasons for that. There are super variables. Uh, The time of the game doesn't always start on time. And for, Mm -hmm. like, our arts, we need to know the time. Uh, And they also pull people in and throw people out. And So you could be thinking it's going to be this quarterback, and then the next thing you know it's a different quarterback. So it's just not possible to identify it. And uh, so I ended it, and everybody said, but we made money, and I said, "No, you <laughs> did not." <laughs> and they absolutely swore up and down they made money. But you know, I watched it very closely. <laughs> yeah. Oh they did wow. Not make- well, listen, might-
1: we got we got we got a lot of people waiting here.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll get. All, I'll stop talking about the games. And, and I. Listen.
1: It was a good game, from what I understand. Um, first up, we've got Jeannie. Jeannie, you there?
4: Oh, hello. Uh, yeah, Hello. I'm here. Can you hear me.
1: Yeah. Yes.
4: Oh. Tell us. Tell us about yourself, Jeannie. Uh, Jeannie was born on March 26, 1955, in Knoxville, Tennessee, at 2:17 a.m.
2: Okay, March 25th or 20, 26th, Six. 1955, hmm. at uh, what did you say a.m. 2:17. your mom has to be up really early, and that was
4: (laughs) Knoxville. Knoxville, yes.
2: (laughs) All right. Let's take a look. And what do you want me to be uh, kind of on the lookout for, anything in particular? Uh, Just just personal
4: stuff. I seem to be handling a lot of uh, legal documents for other people, uh, people passing, um, and things like that.
2: It's kind of coming fast and furious. Uh, That has to be activation. You were born with Neptune close to the midheaven. The ninth house is the house of the midheaven. uh, It's one side of it. And uh, it's the legal side. And so you have Neptune there at 27 degrees. So let's see what's activating that. You were born with Jupiter at 20 degrees of Cancer. And what's happened is the progressed Jupiter now is exactly at 27. So... You've got activity there that says, "I am challenged by relationships that have to do with legal issues. It may be family or it may be people who feel like you are family, <laughs> and uh that's not gonna go away anytime soon. You're gonna oh. be dealing with that for a little while uh at least at the minimum another year,
4: oh lord, yeah well, that that would be about right,
2: yeah. So, because the progress, uh, progress plan it's going to take, it'll go about a degree next year, and when it goes a degree, it will uh, basically slide off. Uh, it will start separating, and, uh, and that's what you're, it's been applying, and now, now it's right at 2703, and your Neptune is 2728. Fortunately, your progress Neptune was in retrograde, so you won't have any more activity But, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. And uh, let's see who else is active because there's probably – there's usually a third participant in the activities, and it is. We've got a progressed uh, Mercury at 27 degrees in Gemini. So Mercury represents contracts, communication, and it's in in the house of the workplace, so it's actually – it feels like a job to you. You're working at it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, but, you know, it, there is a, a trine there, and uh, that trine can benefit you in some way. So there should be some benefit that may even come from it. It's actually You've got actually a doorway uh, with your natal uh, Venus in the second house. So even though um, the second house really is not ruled by Venus, Venus always represents money, especially when it falls into the second house. Uh, unfortunately, your Venus is in Aquarius, which kind of mitigates that a bit. And you may be uh, experience more friendship as a result of it than actual cash. But it is a doorway that uh, down the road can create other things for you. Let's see what else this doorway is valued at. Because a lot of the time when we have these kind of configurations, uh, that I mean, you have a grand trine here. That is a big doorway, and it is connected to your south node, progress south node. So looking at that, uh, you may have something opening up here where your creativity will open up, and you may find yourself uh, either writing or talking about um, these experiences or the experiences of people uh, leaving the planet, or money relating to what, it experience, what the experience of leaving the planet is—you've got—you could have a book coming out of this. You, this, this doorway is going to give you something more than just the work. Um, you have to think about what I'm saying because, uh, you know, Venus rules your house of creativity. Jupiter um, is involved with always anything to do with publishing. It has to do with relationships. You've got the house of money active and mercury uh in your chart let's see what mercury is involved with besides work it, it, it service it's also service for you so i don't know do you, do you do any work with like hospice or anything like that
4: no i'm handling estate work for the family okay and uh my sister-in-law just passed and um i did i did handle um uh, her hospice and and helping with all that, and I have another friend that I help take care of, and she's in her late 80s, and she's she's going downhill fast.
2: Wow. Well, Well, you know, something there, so if you have the energy to journal or to, in this day and age, a lot of people carry a cell phone, and uh, every cell phone, it seems, has those uh, little recorders on it to record uh notes. And uh start recording notes because something you're gonna manifest something out of this more than what you're doing. And uh and that could become valuable to you or to other people, uh, since it really is an act of service. So uh just think about that. Okay. Uh let's see what else is going on. You have Uranus coming to your it won't be there right away. You've got a little while, but you may decide to change things up or move in about three years down the road um, as Uranus goes and changes over into your fourth house. So that's coming up, some kind of change with your home. Wow. Um, I don't know if you've started even thinking about it yet with everything else that's going on in your world. But that's... <laughs> no. <laughs> that, yeah, and, and, you know, Pluto's going through your first house, so it's not surprising you have Saturn close to your ascendant right now. And whenever I see that, I, you know, I like to tell you, Saturn tends to make us depressed. We feel like all we have is responsibilities, like you know, what else is left to life. <laughs> you have to practice laughter. I've been hearing every-
4: that from everybody. All I do, all you do is work.
2: Yeah, well, you've got Saturn on top of your ascendant, and when we have that experience, <laughs> and we all have it. I mean, it happens to every one of us once every right. about 27, 28 years. We have that experience, and it can make us very uh, down, feel really down on ourselves. And the good news, is it can make you thin. Uh, not that you have problems with that. It doesn't look like you have any real problems with being, you know, a decent size or a good no, size. No,
4: I'm not. That's not too big of an issue.
2: Yeah, no, that that doesn't look like a problem. But, but nonetheless, you should make sure you eat when Saturn's because when you have a normal size, sometimes you have to remember that. And, uh, and I would definitely tell you, you know, for the next uh, six months, practice practice doing things for yourself that you make you feel good about yourself, good about life. Whether it is watching a movie or, or doing something creative that makes you feel like you are uh, having a good time. You need to put a little more good time in your days. And that mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a lot of time. You know, if you can say, okay, I've done enough work here. Let me just go outside and breathe some fresh air, look at the birds, walk around. That's okay. a good time. Practice it. You know, don't let a whole day go by where you don't do any of that.
4: Schedule it.
2: Exactly.
1: Gotcha. Very capable of doing your scheduling. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. yes, very much so. <laughs> okay, we got to move on, Michelle.
4: All
2: thank right, you, well, Michelle. Take care of yourself, Jeannie. And thank, thank you, Katie. Wonderful work you're doing for other people. You're a <laughs>
1: blessing. <laughs> yeah, she she is. <clears throat> you hit her dead on, but then, what a surprise! Okay, we've got uh, Dion. Hi, Dion. You're on the air. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we're missing him. Him or her. Hi, 630487. You're on the air. Hello, once. Hello, twice. Mm-hmm. Sold. <laughs> Sold. Okay. Next okay. Color. Next caller is Kim. Hi, Kim. You're on the air. It's, it's 330212. Three, Hi. Okay. Hey, Kim. All Birth is four fifteen seventy one. April.
2: Oh, you're born on tax day, April fifteenth, yes. 15- <laughs> nineteen seventy one. Uh, well, you know your your parents actually, it's a tax deduction for them, so that's good. <laughs> what time were you born? Nine twenty
1: three a.m.
2: Nine twenty three a.m. And where were you born?
1: Cleveland, Ohio.
2: Cleveland. All right, we'll go take a look and see where it takes us. Give me a second to pull it up. So tell me, is there anything in particular that's going on in your world that you want me to be just kind of focused on? Oh, romance or money. Oh, wow. Okay. Romance and money, those are, you know, those are biggies in the world. <laughs> I look forward to the day money is not a biggie for us anymore, but that's still a way away. Right. right now, uh you have Saturn going through your 7th house and you know, that's a period of time where even if you do have a romantic adventure, it's not a time to be you got to be careful not to be too serious, okay? Don't give your heart away during this period of time is what I'm trying to say, even if you do connect with someone. Uh, let's see what is activating. Because uh, when Saturn goes through our seventh house, uh, we can take on responsibilities with other people. And if it's a new relationship, you may find yourself taking on the responsibilities that, that are in their world. You know, it could be their child or or their help or something else that... I, I, I tend to say that's not such a good idea. But uh, let's see what's going on, if they have any activation. You have. You were born with Uranus in the fifth, and uh, that, that can sometimes make people fall in love quickly and fall back out quickly. Uh, it doesn't necessarily cre- create stability in, um, in the act of falling in love. Uh, and of course, you have Sag-, Sag-, Sag on the seventh house cusp, which can sometimes make the pastures greener on the other side. So, things to just be aware of. Uh, you were born with uh, Jupiter and Neptune together, and Jupiter is in its rulership. Your moon is also in Sag. You know, you you are you can look at the world with a big view, and um, and also. An ide- idealistic view. So when you find yourself in uh, a relationship that may take you all the way to marriage, uh, the statement is, "I want somebody who's worldly. I want someone who may be spiritual, or someone who uh, is, um, is 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 a, a world traveler, or someone who loves to travel, or or even loves to read." or Communicate, uh, but it's creative communication. It's not just talk. And um, right now, Jupiter is uh, on its way. It's in Sagittarius. It's in uh, Scorpio right now. But it's, you're going to have uh, Jupiter return next year. And when you have that Jupiter return, you could actually find yourself in a space where you have a relationship, and it may come through service. Some service. Group that you're involved with, a charity, it could come through your workplace, it could also come through um, some kind of health organization or health connection. Uh, all of those things are possible, but it, that big opportunity doesn't really necessarily open till next year. Um, and the time next year, it's not that far away. It's actually this year. I think of it as next year because uh, I think of Jupiter goes around. It takes a year for it to go around, but it it starts – it will start that process uh, in September of this year. So you're looking at this coming fall. um, Let's see where you would – wow. It could be anywhere out in the public, any of those things that might be a public event that I just mentioned. So all of those could be places where you could find yourself connecting. And – your progressed moon right now is in Virgo. And uh, you should have had some opportunity. Well, it would have been a challenge, not, not a really good opportunity. So a little while ago, that would be quite a few months ago. Let's take a look at what else is in here. Because this Saturn is going to be activating Uranus coming up. And it's not far down the road. It could be next month. And when it activates Uranus, there could be an opportunity for you to fall in love. The, the thing is, I want you to be cautious. I'm not saying don't get involved, but don't give your heart away, because a lot of the time when Saturn makes activity that causes you to fall in love, especially when it's coming through your seventh house, it can find you falling in love with someone who you're going to take on a lot of responsibility. So... Pay attention, evaluate it closely so that you don't take a chance that you say, this really isn't what I want, but I'm falling in love. Do you know what I'm saying here? We we have the ability to do that. Make sure it's what you want.
1: Hopefully yeah. yeah.
2: that's helpful to you um, because it may be an older person, someone who's older than you, and... Um, someone who might be a great conversationalist—they look like they're interesting, they're unique, they're unusual, <laughs> and older—and um, and can sweep you off your feet. So, and if they do, then a, a year from now you may find yourself getting ready to marry them because uh, that or next fall. But if I might suggest something, give us another call. <laughs> because I would rather tell you when Saturn is out of your 7th house. Do not marry while Saturn is in the 7th house. Fine to get engaged, just don't marry till it's out of that house. Unless, of course, you know, you call us and give us his chart, and I find out that it, it meshes with yours enough that it uplifts your... If he brings you Jupiter to your 7th house, we can get around the Saturn transit. So, okay, hopefully I've helped you. <laughs> if I haven't confused you too
5: much... <laughs> Somewhat, yes.
2: You've got okay. some good options coming up, so <laughs> just pay attention. And,
1: and this, this will be up on my website. The archive will be up on my website and the YouTube channel. So if you want to come, you know, go back and re-listen to it. It'll be available to you tomorrow.
6: Okay, thank you.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> Bye-bye bye bye now.
4: Okay,
1: bye. Okay, now we have. <clears throat> now we have. Um, Kim on the phone, seven zero four seven seven six. 776 Kim? Hi, to... yes. Another Kim. Okay. <laughs> Hi,
2: what's your birthday, Kim?
1: It's 5 sixty
2: five at 11.30 p.m. So May 4th, 1965, you're a May Day child. That's such a pretty time. At what time in the a.m.? 5? At p.m., at p.m. 11.30 p.m. And where were you born?
6: Gastonia, North Carolina.
2: I didn't catch it.
6: It's Gastonia, North Carolina. Oh,
2: Gastonia. I know where it is. I've been to Gastonia. Not Mm -hmm. that most people know where it is, but I do know where it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) I lived in North Carolina for a while. I was a newscaster in North Carolina. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, a long time ago. Let's see, 1965 you were born? Well, I was there after you were born, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, so let's take a look. So what 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 are you uh, wanting to just kind of focus on? Well, actually, I broke off a relationship yesterday for
6: someone that couldn't quite get there, and I was wondering if you could see anything on that.
2: Hmm. Well, you've got the, you've got your north node has been going through your seventh house. And uh, it, it just entered it because they go backwards. They don't go forward. And uh, so that's probably a very good thing. That north node is – you may have actually been pushed by that supermoon we were talking about a little earlier – because the supermoon is connected. That north node was right about 13 degrees at the time, so it was starting to uh, work uh, your sun. It had already actually gone over your sun, and the supermoon pushed you another step as that da- dragon uh, tail uh, went ahead and the dragon head went into your seventh house. That's good news. That's not bad news. That's actually... Mm-hmm. A- that says, I have put myself first. I am determined to have what I want in my life. The north node is connected to our soul's purpose. What is it that I want? What did I come here for? What did I come here to do? And, uh, and right now, the nodes are activating your natal ones. So when you were born, you were born with your north node at 15 degrees of Gemini and it was in it's in your 5th house which we've talked about earlier <laughs> the house mm-hmm. of falling in love it's also the house mm-hmm. of creativity. it's the house of children and it's also the house of um uh, of socializing our connections our investments and the north node in the sky ha- has just activated your natal one in a very positive way and through that 7th house says, I want to have the opportunity to have uh, a, a marriage. I want a marriage. That's what it's saying. And uh, and I, I, I want it, and whatever it's going to take, I'm moving forward towards it. So you're really in a zone where you're telling spirit what you want, and you are in the right place and at the right time. You never got a better ticket to ride than now. So uh, this is really good news may not feel good all the time, obviously, because there's a part of you who has to let go. But right. um, keep your vision on what you want, you know. Uh, do you have any children? I mean, with Jupiter in the fifth house, normally we would have uh, even twins um, with it in Gemini. Do you have any children?
6: Yes, I have a 20-year-old
2: and a 25-year-old. Well, they must be wonderful gifts to you. That's almost um, oh, definitely. Yeah, that having Jupiter in this house, boy, what a gift! That's God bless you for having the good fortune of past lives to get that. And right now, your progressed Jupiter is right on top of your North Node. You really are in a zone where you're going to get what you want. You're going to get a relationship that you really want. This is, boy. You've got a year, and there's going to be some activity that's going to give it to you. Uh, your progressed sun has just it's still operating on your natal moon. And you so this is saying my my masculine and feminine sides are in a space of balance gives me a certain amount of empowerment. Your progressed moon is on top of your Jupiter and active in your fifth house. Uh, so all your desires for uh, a relationship are on the table. And all you need to do is be willing to um, get out and be seen. Uh, That's really all you need to do. Jupiter in the sky, let's see what... Well, actually, you know, Venus could be a trigger, even though she moves really fast. (laughs) You've got to dance (laughs) to keep up with Venus. But she does rule your house of uh, love. And, And right now in the sky, she's a 23 Aquarius. So she'll be moving pretty darn quick and and uh, through this house. And when she hits Chiron at 22 degrees of the next sign, so about a little less or around 30 days from now, about a month away, March, the beginning of March. Make sure you connect, get out and connect because once she gets right in that zone of 22 degrees of the next sign, you've got a real opportunity then to connect with someone from a past life, someone who you have had. They've been a dream of yours from that lifetime. So that's pretty exciting. Neptune is yeah, opening you. that doorway, too. So you've got some great stuff happening. Your your Jupiter in the sky is basically on top. Here you may – it is exactly – probably yesterday it was exactly on top of your part of fortune – um, you you really have the opportunity now and this is great for your work as well it could bring you some, some good fortune in terms of your career but uh, you know if you're looking for love you're, you definitely have a doorway opening and it's because of the action you've just taken you took the right action keep going with it
1: yeah, I will. want feedback I, I want feedback on thing. this one <laughs> I will yeah. definitely call back in. Okay.
5: So I feel like
4: I'm on the
2: right path. You are. Absolutely. There's no question. I don't debate it. You, Your push from spirit is strong. Those, you know, between that super moon and the fact that your nodes were activated, your sun was activated. <laughs> oh, my God. You have so much at the same time. And, and you know, I know... People on the uh, who are listening don't know astrology, so you don't know how odd or unusual or how often these kinds of things could happen. But uh, first off, eclipses don't happen every day and active on your particular node, uh, a node-to-node action, very rare, incredibly rare. The nodes take about 19 years to go around this wheel, so the last time it was in this position was 19 years ago. The moon progressed... Uh, well, it's a 30-year movement, and uh, so, you know, it's not the it, last time it was in this position was 30 years ago. So you, when you put all these odd things, it's like to clock with a lot of different hands, and uh, to get them all in the right position doesn't always happen. You got them, so go for it.
6: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. Well, thank you. Okay.
1: Thanks for calling. Take care oh, no, now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Cool. Cool, cool people. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah. We've got we've got um we've got we've got we've got Sherry on the line. Hi Sherry.
7: Hey, how are you?
1: Doing we're well. Doing great.
2: What's
7: your birthday, Sherry? Four
2: eleven seven three. Four seven nine seventy three.
7: Eh? Hey. The time you were born? Four fifty seven PM Dokey Place Covington Covington Louisiana okay.
2: Louisiana Friday then let's see what we see you have another Aries we come into the Coming through winter into spring. It feels like uh it feels like spring already up here. I don't know. I keep waiting. <laughs> All everybody's starting to bloom and we haven't had any kinda of real winter.
1: <laughs> yeah. right. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself.
2: Uh. <laughs> Hear you people on the east coast having something else. It looks like San Diego over here. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh you were born with uh with Pluto right on your ascendant, holy guzoli moly! Uh, did you do you know the story of when you were born? Did you almost die when you were born, or did your mom? What, what happened?
7: Um, the, I think there was some complication.
2: Yeah, that's always challenging when I see that. You know, because it it brings a seriousness to life. Uh, Even though your attitude may not be a serious attitude, I mean, you have your moon in Leo. God bless you. That's such a fun moon, moon that says, I like to play. I like to socialize. I like to connect. I like, and you like to lead as well. So you've got all of that going for you. But still, you're not somebody who, when people see you in the grocery store, they're not going to run up to you to ask you where anything is. Uh, Put off an energy that says, step back. (laughs) So, um, anyway, it, it adds a seriousness to the individual because of the challenge of being born. Uh, it yeah. was not an easy op- op- experience for you coming into this world. So what did you tell me what you wanted to look at or did I just buy that?
7: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about um, I've got my house on the market and I'm hoping that an offer comes through this week. Oh, so okay. I can relocate to California.
2: Oh, well, that would be good. Um, I wish you'd put your house on, up for sale like uh, a little while ago. <laughs> Saturn has just entered your fourth house. Saturn could create challenges, but let's see. Maybe your natal Saturn will tell us something, a different story. So give me a second to explore this as an option. You were, Your sun at 21 Aries, Saturn is progressed to 21. So it, it is giving you a, a nice statement. So you may be able to just do this. Let's see what else is going on. Yeah, and your moon, yeah, you've got a good combination. Uranus right now, who makes it happen quickly, is uh, going to activate your part of fortune. Unfortunately, it's a challenge, so that's not a figure I wanted to see. And let's see. This house is your investment. Saturn is really who's the key to this house. Hmm. Let's see about money coming in. Money will be activation of Pluto or Mars, and Mars is your ruler. Maybe we can get some action on there. Not from Uranus. Let's see what about Jupiter. Your progressed Jupiter is in a good position on top of your your Mars. Um so that's nice, but still it's not enough statement. And transiting Jupiter is at not, not well, actually there is something here. Your transiting transiting Jupiter is in your house of money. And it is just about ready to make a sextile to your part of fortune. Let's see if we can identify in that world. It's not very far away, but I'm just going to go forward and make sure it doesn't go retrograde on us, and then I'd tell you the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Any idea of a good thing? So, yep, retrograde. Why oh, Saturn's there. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. You have, and uh, not what you really want to hear, but when it makes a sextile to that part of fortune, you have the opportunity to uh, sell your house and and make money. But it it gets within three degrees, and then the next day it will go retrograde. So if any offers come in. Between now and the seventh day of March. Write that down. Okay. Take take it. Negotiate it where as close as you can get it and take it.
3: Because Got
2: it. once it goes retrograde, not a good chance that you're gonna get that house sold for quite a while. Perfect. Okay, so really, of felt
7: there there was a window coming open. So I just wanted to. Yep,
2: that's the window, and you don't want to miss that window. Uh, Jupiter will not go all the way back to eight degrees. I know that. So, and then when it comes back, it will come back, but again, it's going to be later, much later in the year, and you're not going to want to have long. Saturn really is blocking your path, (laughs) even though. In progressions and natally, it's trying as best as it can to give you what you want. So this is your doorway. Okay. Got
7: it. So sometime in the next month.
2: Yep. Perfect. Any any offer that comes in, negotiate it, don't let it fly, okay? Unless it's really low. But Jupiter right. shouldn't, oh, it shouldn't be that low with Jupiter okay. involved. Okay? okay. That
7: sounds All like right. the guy that came in over the weekend. It's a little lower than what I wanted, but I was willing to take it. So
2: I think you should. Uh, I would advise you to take it, <laughs> and if you uh, can get closed by the seventh of March, I'd say go for it. Because when Jupiter goes retrograde, it could end up rescinding your 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 you work. Know? end up right. The purse and the person go backwards. Don't <laughs> don't wait. Okay.
7: Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: Thank You're you, Sherry, for calling.
7: Bye bye now.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Well, right. Okay. Yeah. We've got Melissa a- That was cool. You oh, don't um We've got Melissa. Hi are you are you there, Hello. Melissa? Oh hi. I'm here.
4: Hello.
1: hi Melissa. When is your birthday?
4: Um, September thirteenth,
2: fifty nine. 1969. And you were born at what time?
4: 4.46 a.m.
2: Okie dokie. And where were you born?
8: Charleston, West Virginia.
1: Charleston. We we're Charleston. pulling from the south tonight. Yeah. yeah we, I love, West Virginia is beautiful.
2: I bought a fabulous horse in West Virginia. Oh, my God. He was the horse of my heart. I adored him. He was such a handsome boy. Okay, let's see here. So what are, wow, you have a lot of stuff below the horizon in your chart. You were born with a whole gathering in in the second house. Mamma mia. So you should, with that combination in the second house, you should, with the sun especially in the second house, you should um, be pretty decent to have a decent income although pluto is there and pluto can either empower you with money or make you go on the roller coaster every couple of years you seem to have plenty and then every couple of years you seem to be without and it's kind of a roller coaster ride and uranus is there too which can cause a lot of instability but you have jupiter there you have the sun there you should never really be without and since your sun is in virgo you know, you, you if you don't let Jupiter override and the moon override and even Uranus override, you, you have the ability to pay attention to your money and, and keep tabs on it, and that should get you through. Does that make sense to you? It's kind of interesting to me anyway. <laughs> the universe gives me enough to survive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like it to be more. Okay. Yeah, I'd like
5: to be more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would really like it to be more. For everybody who's listening, <laughs> I know how all of us work hard for our dollars. <laughs> At any rate, Jupiter right now in the sky is in your fourth house and is making a lovely sextile to your south node. Ooh, ooh. You could end up meeting some lovely people, uh, people who might even bring you some money, but they certainly make you happy. And they could oh, come cool. right into your home, so that's kind of cool. And they could be people uh, who you have known in past lives and... Uh, in your past lives uh you bring from your past lives this wonderful ability you have talents from the past lives we all do by the way but uh your talents are that you you have the ability to identify the details very very well you're very you can be very good with details uh you, you can have an eye for details and uh and that could allow you to be very good with uh science with herbs with health, uh with a lot of different things that involve having an acute sight. Uh and I don't mean with your eyes as much as I mean with your intelligence. So So anyway, what did you want me to look at?
1: Um relationships.
2: Okie dokie. Yeah, well you got Venus who's in like I said, you gotta run for Venus. But nonetheless she happens to be in your seventh house tonight. She just entered it as we were speaking <laughs> in the last she entered, so uh she she'll be in that house. she'll be working to meet people and and you know what you have that ability to with her even now, but with Jupiter, Jupiter brings all kinds of opportunities and you have a little bit of friction going on with Jupiter in the sky, but you have the ability to get past that if you will listen um, let let's go a little further than that. Let me take a look here. In terms of falling in love, Jupiter is the one who rules your house of love, and um, communication is key for you. So what do you need to do to get it out there? Because right now it's 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 active. Okay, It's active with your south node, so you have the ability through your home to actually, um, or through socializing, to actually connect with people from past lives that seem to be people who would be very... Um, you know, they're detail-oriented, but uh, they're people who are really aligned with who you are. From your past lives when you maybe were an herbalist or a, or a scientist, I don't know, I keep getting those kinds of things. I don't know what you do in this life, um, but science and health seem to be things from past lives that you really have have had as a big and important. You could be have turned that into things like engineering in this life, but Science and health seems to be the keys for you, and this is a period of time. This is a good period of time, and really, right now, any Valentine's Day is coming up. There's got to be some opportunities to socialize. Get out and about and give yourself that opportunity to connect with someone because you're in a good zone, and this is a good time for you to connect. Saturn is in your fifth house, and... Um, you know, Saturn can make you connect possibly with someone who's older than you. Pluto's also in your fifth house, so it could be someone who's a very powerful individual or someone who you perceive as powerful. You know, it, it, the the combinations that are here feel like somebody who's like a CEO or someone who's like in charge of a company or, um, or it could be a doctor who maybe is in charge of a hospital or something. It wouldn't surprise me. Do you work in any of the zones that are connected to hospitals or service uh, with health?
9: I actually uh, work on the um, administrative and the insurance billing.
2: Okay, so you do. Well, that's why we don't have – yeah, I got Capricorn as your workplace, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so so you may actually meet somebody through your workplace, and that also would not surprise Um, but it looks frictional if it does come through your workplace where you have to be very, it's like you're saying, it's a bit of a challenge, I don't know if I can do that, there's something going on there, because the south node in the sky is coming through that house, and and that Aquarius energy um, challenges all the rest of this. But. I would uh, pay attention, and if you've got anything going where there's going to be any kind of parties or something that have to do with your work or uh, integrating with people who are in that field, I would go to them because you're very likely to meet someone during this time.
1: Okay, great. Mm. Okay, thank you. Sounds good. Thanks for calling us. (laughs) Mm. Thank you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Um. Okay, we've got. <laughs> oh well, wow. yeah,
2: insurance.
1: It's, it's yeah. Okay.
2: We've I'm got, reading her chart while I'm trying to go to the next one.
1: <laughs> okay. We've got go uh, uh, Cisha here. Uh, four one two seven five seven. Oh, 2- 5- hi. Hi.
2: Hi. Hi. What's going? We're good. I didn't catch how you how do you pronounce your name? I have not seen that on a screen. So, Keisha, K I S H A. Keisha. Oh, good. Okay. Got it. So, Keisha, what what uh,
9: what is your date of birth? Um, it is 2379. February 3rd? Uh-huh. Happy birthday.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're and, born. I'm born on the fourth, so we oh, we're both. Happy, happy birthday!
9: Yeah, happy birthday to both of us. I had a us. male best friend. Yes, I had a male best friend, and I said birthday. Yep, yep. Oh
2: yep. wow, yeah. Well, you know, we have a lot in common when we have birthdays close, even though I'm like many, many years apart. But <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, I, I could be your grandma, but. Uh, <laughs> I'd be
1: happy to. Are by the way, <laughs> are
2: you sore? Because I felt old this year. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, oh yeah. Well, no, you haven't gotten there yet. Plus, you're going to live to be probably a couple of hundred years old anyway, because we're pushing. Oh. We're pushing those boundaries now, and and you're still young. You know, we're, they're trying to get me to push them.
1: <laughs> right, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Got to push yours oh. too, Barbara. Oh, I'm, I'm pushing. Gonna, uh, no, I'm already pushing, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keisha, what time were you born?
9: Um, 7.21 p.m.
2: 7.21 p.m. And where were you born?
9: Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
2: Pittsburgh. And I'm so
9: happy Philly won last night. I'm yeah, so me happy. too.
2: Go <laughs> oh, Eagles. Oh, yeah, yep. that is just great news. I, I loved it. It was a great game. I don't know if you saw it, but the yep. game was Good game. Yeah. Wow, I mean they worked. They worked for that. They sure win. did. They sure did. And it was it was good. Yeah, so anyway, let's go take a look at your wheel and see what's happening because I can tell you right now because I know where your son is <laughs> obviously we're a <laughs> day <dead. laughs> You have direct activation from that supermoon, direct activation, and you're going to find the doorways just going to open for you. So whatever you okay. want, so you get clear on it and go for it and don't let anything stop you because you're going to okay. get it. Okay. So now what do you okay. want me to look at? You've got all kinds of interesting activity here. Jupiter is on the oh. Uranus chart. You've got Uranus on your vertex in your chart, so we've got activity that's direct. Neptune is on your progressed Mars. You, woo, you got all kinds of direct hits going on. Tell me what you're looking at. I will look.
9: It's my kid's father. He's been acting kind of. He did something weird like my birthday week and I didn't under. I'm, we're not even together, but you know, I just want to see where this is headed to. Like as far as. Just everything, because we're not in a relationship. I don't even know what he was doing, what he was doing this week. I don't get it.
2: Well, um, uh, if you don't want to be in that relationship, you you better pay attention because Neptune is in your seventh house right now, and mm-hmm. uh, it would not surprise me if he was not uh, going to be doing some things to make you Feel uh, some he 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 could push your idealistic buttons or your your romance buttons could be pushed with. He
9: nothing. tried, and I just ignored him.
2: He tried. Okay, well then I don't good care. Him because uh, you got Neptune sitting here in this position where it says, "Let me bring you some." It's kind of like uh, pink gas in the room that you can't see through, and it just. <laughs> It's wonderful, but you can't see what's really there, okay?
4: And mm-hmm, Neptune has mm-hmm. a habit
2: of bringing this, and it can be fun to have that. I mean, if you're in a marriage that you're happy and be bring in extra romance, it's kind of fun. But if it's somebody that you have already had all the experiences you want to have with and they bring it, they're not the one you want to have them bring it.
9: Right, right, right.
2: So so I'd say, you know, stay awake because Neptune is there and Neptune will be there for a while. But the good news is while Neptune's there, you could, if you have an interest in someone else showing up, they could bring you some romance and they could be an actual romantic, which would be nice. Well,
9: I got a a couple of guys around me, so I just, I'm not like trying to, how can I say it? It really doesn't matter
2: that's mm. good you you truly are Aquarius, you see, yep. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that Aquarius yep. is one of the wonderful signs that allows us to say, eh, we don't we can take it, we can leave it, it's okay,, um, yep. Yep. it gives you the ability to say it's over and let go, <clears throat> not all the signs have that unfortunately, so that is and one a of lot
9: that, of a, a, a and I can. respect my my privacy and my I just like my own space.
2: Yep. Yep. Aquarius yep. requires uh, freedom. They require independence. They don't want anybody looking over their shoulder or being real needy. Those kind of men turn them off. And uh, controlling, forget about it. The Aquarians are not to be controlled. So,
9: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So, you, you, yeah. And I see you have your sun, your Mars, and your Mercury are all in Aquarius. So, you are Aquarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere near that And I'm still Aquarian It's quite the sign <laughs> no, But uh, it's, uh, Yeah it's nice to see So, But yeah pay attention Because that's what you got Neptune is going through that house It just activated your Mars And it's going to activate your south node When it activates your south node It's possible that you could uh, connect with someone from a past life That might be interesting um,
7: Yeah
2: I don't know. You'll just have to see. That's still, you know, it's a ways off because Neptune moves so slowly. We're talking about five years away. So um, so let's see what else, anything else you want to know. I mean, Jupiter is on top of Uranus, and uh, that may have been part of why uh, he showed up. And it could bring you another person who'll show up. Uh,
0: you're yeah, because
9: it was like I was out with somebody else and he came in there. And I was like, what is wrong with him?
0: Oh, You know, my it didn't,
9: yeah, like, ah. You know, it yeah, just that created an awkward. awkward situation. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't been with this guy eight years. I don't even understand what he, he seen my car and like you just came in here and did that? Like, I don't know. Wow. Honestly i do not Not saying I don't care, but I don't have to be with neither one of them that was there. I was just like, wow, I
2: left. matter of fact, I left. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for you. I like how a woman stands up for herself. We all need to Mm -hmm. be able to be strong enough to do that. And, of course, Aquarius helps us. It's a really strong sign. People don't realize what Aquarius as a sign is, but it's actually the sign of the healer. It's a person who is a scientist. And a healer and under and looks for understanding in all things, so uh, right. Uh, I had
9: relationships and these people need help. <laughs> so then, after a while, I can't do it. I have children and stuff, so you know, I got to put my energy into them. So basically, I don't know. I got well, nothing here.
2: Jupiter is going forward, of course, right now, but like I mentioned to someone earlier on March the 7th, it's going to go retrograde, and it'll go retrograde at 23. And as it does within a few weeks of that time, you'll probably have another experience not so far off from the one you just had, uh, because again, it will be out of the blue. Suddenly, uh, this person is a person who has to do with love in your life uh, and has to do with your home. Will uh, reappear. So, um,
9: so I got another one too. I know who that is.
2: Okay. So. Well,
3: <laughs> uh, welcome so, aboard.
2: There's
1: the door.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh ah, my lord.
9: Okay. Ah.
1: Okay. Well, we gotta okay. move on here. Well, thank now.
9: you,
2: thank you, guys. You have a good thank night.
1: Thank you. Okay. Just a good
2: fortune right. for you, and make sure you get make good use of this year.
1: Okay, okay. We're, we're cranking right along here tonight um, We've got Maddie Hi Maddie, are you there? Hi Barbara,
10: hi Michelle
1: Hi, hi Maddie um,
10: I have a birthday for my grandson Okay, okay. Um, September the 19th 2006 At mm-hmm. 10.02pm
2: 2006 what was the time again? Two o two.
10: Ten oh 10. two p.m.
2: Ten o two. Sorry. And where was he born?
10: Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Decatur, Atlanta, Decatur, Georgia.
2: Decatur, Georgia. Mhm. Nicely done. Okay, we'll go take a look. He's a youngin. Sorry? So he, he, he's not going to have too much in the progressed area, <laughs> but <laughs> you'll go take a look and see September 19th. And um, you probably are aware September 19th is that crossover time. It's the You're coming close to the end of Virgo and just about going into Libra. So he's at the very end of Virgo. His south Uh-oh. node is Virgo, and his Venus is in Virgo, and his moon just 56 minutes into Virgo so he has a lot of Virgo energy, and it's all in his fifth house. So he is an individual who, in this lifetime, uh, he will love uh, some of the creative works that Virgo gets involved in. It will be interesting to see which ones. Um, I don't have up on the screen the fixed stars to see what kind of talent, because Virgo is connected very much with talent. And, uh, and he also has Mercury in Libra, And his Mars is in Libra. So he could uh, end up going into uh, a field where he is working with others in terms of communication, um, maybe mediating. Uh, He could be someone who becomes a mediator. But uh, I would be encouraging him to, with all kinds of things, like, you know, where you you teach a child uh, about planting or you do the volcano thing, uh, anything that are like, Science kind of projects he would really enjoy, and building stuff he would also enjoy because he has also the engineer's mind going on in there. So you know, Legos and building whatever. But I would encourage him with those kinds of things. So what did you want to ask about? Now that I've
10: got, <laughs> I, I I um I get that. I want to ask about what he's going through right now at present. He's going through present um that um, he doesn't want to be here. Uh, Ooh, just,
8: okay, yeah. Just
10: tonight, just tonight they uh, they had to take him to the hospital, the children's hospital, and that's where he is now. So they say that he's a threat to society because he wants to take himself out of here.
2: Oh, my Lord. I know. So let's see why that is the case. He And, again, you know, those things that I just told you about, they can be ways to help a person ground themselves. Um, by learning how to plant or do science projects or learning about the stars or whatever, those are ways to ground an individual. He's obviously not grounded right now. Let me why that is. So hang on a second. Uh, Jupiter right now has just entered his seventh house, and his Venus and his Jupiter, they actually work together, so I don't have any problem there. Let's see Mm -hmm. what bad boy is creating issues. He was born with Pluto in the 8th house, and in Sagittarius, it usually doesn't have as much power, but Pluto in the 8th, if it dominates, and of course in Sagittarius it makes a square to his, his south node and to Venus, so it's probably a south node issue, something coming in from a past life that is really challenging him north node says that he wants to his north node is in pisces and here we have someone who wants to it's in the 11th house so this is a soul who's saying i want to do something good for the world i want to make the world a place where we where we can spiritually connect where we can recognize that we're whole he has that going on as a soul purpose push but the south node, and both of these nodes are being activated in his chart by Pluto, and Pluto is all about, you know, um, it's about transformation, and transformation can also include the word death, because we transform from this physical body to our, our more, a uh, higher level spiritual body. So it's Uh-oh. so. So having that challenge, he has to get past it. Let's look for some kind of release valve to that. So give me a, another second. And the release valve comes through Saturn. And Saturn, for all the valves we could find, that's like the lousiest. I'm sorry. <laughs> might not, on radio, I try to take that back. But, um. Yeah, because Saturn is like not uppy, you know, it's not happy. It's not the happy camper. Oh no, no we... it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. yeah. I know. Another calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, that's where the doorway is. So let's take a look. But let's investigate Saturn for just a minute. Saturn is a ninth house connector, uh, so it rules his ninth house. It's in Leo, in the house of the home. So uh, now what's the issue? Does he have a father who's not there for him? He's got a father who's absent or is not a leader or is not helping him? What's the he story? Has, with he,
10: has a, he has a biological father who's not a lot there for him.
2: Yeah. So you see, this is, that his release valve is his father. So you can see why that's a lousy release valve, okay? <laughs> you can see why <laughs> it's not. Because that's uh, so does, he, does he have, he a, does, does he does he
10: have he a grand – um, Like a play father, my daughter's uh, significant other, he's in his life like a father, but I think he's lousy. Okay, we
2: got that unfortunately again. Yeah, uh, but does he have a grandfather is the question I would ask. Oh,
10: no, both of his grandfather uh, is deceased.
2: Too bad, because that would have been a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His release valve comes through an older person who would more than likely be a male and who would be someone who comes in and out of the home, uh, but it can be someone who comes in and out of the home through the Internet. So there is that peculiarity in our time. Um, couldn't have said that 500 years ago or even 60. But nonetheless, uh, I want you to think about what I'm saying because there may be some connection here that you'll think of. I don't know the situation, but I know what I'm looking at. He right, needs right. to have someone who is and and sometimes Leo is a leader. You know they have a mentoring program. They just started out of Harvard, I think, some of the big colleges where they're trying to mentor young people. I would do some research on that if I were you. You know, I I
10: I mentioned that to my daughter some. Um, a year or two ago, I said he needs a big brother, someone he can look up to. Exactly. And, exactly. Um, but the significant other that she has in his in her life now talked her against it. And I said, ah. Oh.
2: Yeah, well, you need to just tell her you want your child to be strong and happy and healthy. He is more important than that man Thank is you. in your life. Thank because you. But she,
10: she Your she, child does not... She, uh, uh, I agree. I, mean, I, I totally agree, but for some yeah. reason, she she have a hard time receiving what I have to say.
2: Yeah, well, get her to listen to this, uh, see if you can get her to listen to this. Okay, sometimes having an independent voice who knows nobody and knows nothing except this piece of this piece of screen I'm looking at, um, can really help jolt the individual into realizing how important their child is you know we can all fall in love and and want to be and fall into the female thing which i just wish we could all fall out of but the female thing where we think this man i have to be everything for this man no no you don't you don't you can be you and that man will tag along or be gone and you'll have a better one but um
10: thank you i agree with that oh god a
2: okay. child a child is there for life a child yeah. will, you have given birth to that child and any mom has a responsibility to see that child make it 18 and have the skills to get out there in the world and manifest things for themselves. Oh, he, he needs a spiritual, uh, not necessarily spiritual, but he needs a leader, someone who can help him. Um, if there's any way, does he do anything online? I mean, he's still kind of young, right? What is he, 10? Oh, he's 11. He's 11. He's, yes, he's he, 11. Um, yeah, um...
10: Well, I think he has a Facebook page. I'm not sure. I know he was. He put up an Instagram page. I don't know what he does online, but I know he's uh, he's always playing games. I do know that.
1: Um, well, can, can can I add? Can I add in here? Uh, yeah. What yeah. about the church? What about the church? Lots of churches have wonderful activities, and if not the church, the YMCA.
10: Not as of yet, no. She hasn't gotten involved with anything like that yet, as of yet. Um, well, I sometimes, I feel, sometimes I feel like I need to take over.
2: Yeah, that's hard. That's really hard. It is hard, yes. It put, yeah, puts yeah, everybody it in, a, in an awkward position. But yes. the fact that Saturn rules the ninth house says there could be a connection online. He could create a family online that will help him. Okay. That's that's what I'm getting at, and maybe you could explore that with him if you have time with him. Um, I will.
10: I definitely will because I think he he will listen to me a little bit more. Uh, do yeah. you see that he'll be okay?
2: Uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing as I'm looking here. I mean, I have right now. Pluto is on top of his progressed moon, and that is not a good sign. I mean, that tells us, you know, what does he desire? He desires to be gone, um, but. Th- th- that's by itself, and it takes at least three signatures to make anything. Uh, and so that's just where he is right now. Let's just make sure that I'm not wrong about any of that. That uh, Pluto is in a sextile. No, it's it's in a it's in a it's actually in a sextile to his Jupiter in his house of health. So he's not going to leave with Pluto doing that. Uh, south node, he, but he, we want him to get his brain together and see the value of who he is. That's the important thing.
1: Yeah, Michelle, we got to move on.
2: No, we okay. do. I really wish I could have more time with you, but I, I have to keep going. Please, think about what I said. Do a little meditation. I'm to go back and listen also, yes. Yeah, I'm do both. a little meditation and pray about it. I promise you, on the inner planes, I will work with you. I can't do it on the outer right now. But
10: okay.
2: We've got to pray to the angels. You're going to get what you need, and he will too. Okay.
10: Thank you.
1: You take Thank it you care. Thank you for You, you, Thank
10: bet. you. Again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Okay.
1: Bye. Calls like that. I wish we had four hours. I know. I know. Or, it or five.
2: It just breaks my heart to think about a child feeling lost yeah. because there's oh yeah it's the male not there, and that was really obvious
1: to me. Goodness Okay take a deep breath We've got Laura Hi Laura Hi Hey Laura what's your date of birth
6: October 1st
1: 63
6: And
2: I was born 114 p.m. Okay Let's see What time 114 or not What did you say 114 you did, okay. <laughs> I actually got that PM. Oops, I got a D in there somehow. Sloppy fingers. Where were you born? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, another Pittsburgh. How amazing is that? <laughs> See, Eagles won yesterday, and we got two Pennsylvanians today. Not yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let me get your wheels up here. And tell me, what can we do for you?
6: I would like to know around career and
2: making a move. Okay. But possibly this year. I'm hoping to make a move. Oh, you could easily make a move this year. You you don't have any lockdowns in your fourth house. And Uranus is traveling through it so you don't feel really content wherever you are. It's a time of instability. Uh, home, no matter where you are right now, you won't feel like you've really got roots till Uranus gets out of that house. And that's going to be a little while. That is not tomorrow. Uh, When I say that, I mean it's like several years away. At any rate, um, you've got, boy, you were born with the sun right at the midheaven, and that's fabulous. Now, in terms of career, you're asking, do you have an opportunity or you want me to tell you about the kinds of careers that really would rock your world? Um, well, I'm not working right now, so I am looking for a job.
8: Okay, but uh,
6: whatever, I would like to know what kind of
2: careers would rock my world. Okay, well that's good. You know, so let's talk about that. You you have the sun at the midheaven in Libra. You have Venus in the tenth house. That's the house of career. In Libra, and it rules in Libra, okay? So it means the powerhouse that you have in this chart right up front is Venus, close to the midheaven and in its rulership. And on the other side of the sun in the ninth house, you have Mercury in rulership in Virgo. You have three statements going on that say, I can be successful in any mediating beauty or detail-oriented kind of career. Okay, there are a lot of them that will fit what I just said. Okay, that can go anywhere from like at one end, interior decorating, to the other end, which is being a mediator uh, for the courts or a counselor for children or adults or whatever. Okay, there's a whole, it's a wide spectrum, but the key is there are things that allow your mind to fit the little details together. And you have the ability to help individuals come together. So hold on to that. Then you have a trine between Saturn and Venus. So Saturn is in your house of how do I make money, how do I spend money, what do I really value in life, and Saturn is also in rulership in your chart. This is not often that you see three planets in a person's chart in rulership. This tells me you're an old soul. You've been around a long time. You even have a fourth planet in rulership. You have Mars and Scorpio. Amazing, okay? You are no new being to this planet. You are been here. You've got the chops to do what you want, as they say. That is my New York coming out, fascinating. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so destroyed Saturn. Saturn is in Capricorn in the second house, and Saturn's in Aquarius in the second house. But the second house is is ruled by Capricorn, which Saturn also ruled. So there's this double connection here. So saying that I really, really value things that are quality, that are old. I value the history. I value the science. I value understanding. I value old people who can converse well and can help me understand. These are things that I value. So now I want you to add that with the Venus and the Mercury and see what you come up with. You should find what you love between these things. It may be that you, and also the fact that, you know, your Mercury is actually in the ninth house, and the ninth house, uh, even though it's ruled by Virgo in your charge, it's still the house that belongs to teaching and teachers. So communication can be a counselor, a, a school counselor, or, or historian, or someone who helps kids who need to learn about science, or it could be older people. It doesn't have to be kids. There's nothing here that says it has to be children. Uh, it could be adult education, especially with Saturn involved. It could be old people,
3: <laughs> you know, like me.
2: <laughs> so,
6: so, so I'll tell you what. You're you're really pretty much on target because I develop training and train people for a living. So there's the teacher, the training, um, the specific detail-oriented. I am a mediator quite often. All throughout my life, people have come to me for help, uh, negotiating, working, helping them work through problems. Even as a child, just people always came to me with that stuff. Um, It's still going on today. Um, gosh, you know, and I, I really like the elderly, and I like children, and I like animals a lot, and I've always gotten along very well with with the elderly, especially. So that's, yeah. been, that's amazing. You hit on
2: everything. Well, I, that's your chart. Your chart tells me these things. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a. You know, I'm not a fortune teller. It's just really right there. It's in black and white. Just have to be able to read it, and I, I do that well. But uh, there is another aspect, too, when you brought in the animals, because Virgo also rules small animals, and so you could probably enjoy yourself in terms of the career uh, helping people with service animals, and that is another option. Um, and then I'm going to add one more thing, which you don't have any emphasis in the sixth house, which is the house of the workplace. You do have Taurus on that cusp, which tells us you want to be in a workplace that is comfortable. You don't want to be like uh, doing stuff in a junkyard. That would not be you. <laughs> it be a very yeah. beautiful place, uh, a place that is beautiful and balanced and and has pretty things. It should be comfortable and luxurious, even. Uh, so that's the other aspect that I did not cover. So.
6: And the interior design, my friends ask me to help decorate their homes all the time because I have an eye for that. So, yeah, you really really did hit everything. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, your sole purpose, okay, we'll talk about that for a second, your north node is in cancer in the 7th house, and that might add the other extra little point that might help you. Uh, and when we have the North Node and the Seventh uh, in the sign of cancer, it says that uh, as soul, I am interested in this lifetime in, in uh, families, in nurturing families and family relationships, partnerships, marriages. I want to nurture these things. Uh, in this lifetime, I want to come to a space where I am nurturing them. I create a home in who I am to nurture those who need to come together, so that's there and and of course, you're doing that in a variety of ways uh, when you have so someone I'm,
6: I'm the one I'm in the one in the whole family that makes sure everybody stays connected and that we all, we get together for gatherings. I make sure that cousins that don't use tend to communicate with one another all get invited to the family gatherings so that we can all get together and I've always done that. No. So well, but the weird thing is I've never married and ha- never had a family of my own. Which is something well, you I
1: know,
2: always your life is a long way from over. <laughs> so, well that's your we'll choice. Say, but you don't have any years or seven <laughs>
6: I might have grandkids if I do get married somewhere down the road. That would be nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't, you don't have a lot of things. When you look at a, a chart, okay, for those who are listening who want to understand a little more, uh, the fifth house tells us where we fall in love or how we fall in love, or, and the seventh house tells us about marriage. When you don't have anything in those houses, okay, a lot of stuff is not there. Okay, it it tells us you're not really focusing on that unless, of course, we take another look and we say, who rules those houses and what are they doing? And in your case, the rulers are in your house of uh, career. They're all attached to the midheaven. So in the first parts of your life, you will be focusing more on the monetary aspects, the world aspects, the being out there and actively participating in the world but you at the very end of the fifth house you have your part of fortune sitting there it has gone in retrograde since you were born and it's a little further into the house now at in the seventh house at the very end of it you have your north node what does that tell me it tells me that later in life you activate these desires they're not up front where other kids are running out there and getting relationships when they're 20 or less, uh, you're going to wait. And uh, That's that's true.
6: I'm still not focused on that. I mean, I, I always wanted to get married and have kids, but my focus has always been getting situated, getting my career going. And honestly, I still don't have that solid solidified. So, so yeah, well, until I get that done... I, there's really no
2: room for romance. Well, that's okay. We're all Michelle, going to start living like 900 years, so you really don't need romance for at least 100 years.
1: <laughs> Michelle, we have to move on. <laughs> I know, I know. I
2: enjoy everybody's this is great. life. This is great I hope thing. I've been helpful. You take good care of yourself. Thank <laughs> bye you. bye now. Bye. bye.
1: Okay. Yeah, we need a four hour show. Um, we've got the De- we've got Deanna here. Hi, Deanna. How are you doing? Hey,
3: Barbara. It's so nice to hear you here. Well, thank and you. And here nice. on Blog Talk, you know, and you and Jeannie and and Michelle.
5: Well, yeah, to
3: you always wonderful. We're back home. Yes, you're back home. I'm really glad about that. <laughs> Michelle I spoke to you the other last program when it was not like a consultation program. Uh-huh. And uh and I really I really like, you know, what you say. So okay. I'm gonna give you the information and then ask you some questions if I may. Absolutely. Um, Let's go for it. It so, is um November the eighth. November eighth, nineteen forty nine. It's 49 time, and, and it was at 2.10 in the morning, a.m., a. M. and the name of the city is B-U-E-N-O-S-A-R-R-E-S. And it's in what country? Argentina.
2: Argentina. Yes, okay. Avanti,
3: Avanti, love that name. <laughs> okay, let's
2: see now, because I, I may have spelled it wrong. I You have D-U. B as in beautiful. Oh, B, that's what's wrong. My, my computer says that doesn't exist, Avanti. <laughs> oh, Buenos Aires, okay. Yes, good air. It good. It okay. Then that makes more sense. Now my computer will probably tell me it's okay. Ah, beautiful. And we will go with, go forward with that. And that's beautiful. Thank you for bringing in another world. I love that. <laughs> another world. You mean the soap opera? Well <laughs> no, you 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 bring us, you bring us in uh, from another continent. It's wonderful.
3: Yeah. I love it so yeah, definitely let, i ha,
2: i have I have the chart up, and you have your son right there at fifteen Scorpio, right in the middle of Scorpio and in the third house. so tell me what you want
3: me to look at. Well, I've been listening to you talking about Uranus and Saturn, and gosh, I have a lot of Saturn in my chart, a lot of everything in Capricorn, which doesn't make life you know. Always does
2: well, No, it doesn't look that way to me. I I, I see your Saturn is in,
3: in Virgo. Mars is in
2: Virgo. Uh, but you have Jupiter in Capricorn. And your part of Fortune is in Capricorn. I don't have anything else in Capricorn. Why did you think there was so much in Capricorn? Did I do something wrong? I don't know. November eighth uh, I'm, I'm gonna read it what I have. November eighth, nineteen forty nine. 2.10 a.m., Buenos Aires, uh, Argentina. Yes. Okay, then then my chart should be correct.
3: Um, yes. I, I don't know why you thought there was so much in Capricorn. Because hmm. I was looking at an old chart that someone did for me, and I saw <laughs> that in the sixth and the sixth house, it's full of VF. Not B S, but VF. <laughs> yes, in
2: well, the sixth house, you have Capricorn on that cusp. And you have Jupiter in that house, Jupiter and Capricorn in that house. Uh, but you don't have a lot in Capricorn. Your progressed sun right now, maybe this is why you're feeling that, your progressed sun has been in Capricorn, okay, for the last 24 years, okay? <laughs> so maybe it, that's why that's, you're thinking it.
3: <laughs> and, yeah, does it mean you got, that I have another five years to go with this?
2: Uh, not quite. Uh, actually, it's yeah. Okay, it, it is actually five five years and uh, I don't know four months. Um, yeah, and then you will be out of Capricorn. You will go into the next sign. But there's nothing wrong with Capricorn. I don't know why you don't like it. Um, you know,
3: having the I love t- it. I love I love Capricorn people. I, I, they always you know we have good friendships there. Uh, well, but you I should. Understand. I mean, you feel.
2: Scorpio gets along with Capricorn, and having your progressed sun in the, in the sixth house now, on top of your Jupiter, it's applying to your Jupiter for now for the next couple of years, and uh, that's, that's wonderful. That's a statement that says, now I can, I can reap the benefits in terms of the workplace. I can reap benefits in terms of health. Uh, there's some really, that's a wonderful statement, and, and Capricorn on the sixth house cusp, You know, that says old age. It says I'll live a long life. I've got good bones, good bones. I mean, big, good bones. You should have really good, big bones. Sounds funny. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) And good skin. So those are good things. Um, This is the house of health, you know. And Capricorn, when we have Capricorn on the sixth house, uh, you're an individual who you know how to eat well. You're not someone who eats like... When you're running, you don't eat. When you're talking, you eat like a person should eat, and you eat quality. You choose quality food. That's the statement with Capricorn. You're not going to. That's all filled with junk. Capricorn
3: doesn't do that. So I think this is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with this. (laughs) Well, uh, thank you. It's like being conscientious, but uh, you know, also micromanaging. the The question is. Saturn right now is in my sixth house, you say? It's in your fifth, yes. Saturn
2: is traveling yeah. through your fifth house right now. So, you know, this is this is the house where we usually have fun and we have investments and, and we fall in love. And Saturn usually, whenever it travels through any house, it makes us work harder at whatever house it's in. So you'd be working harder with children or with investments or with uh, uh, people that you love. <laughs> you, you're working harder. But you know Saturn's in rulership in Capricorn, and so how hard do you have to work when it's in rulership? Not as hard. It's it's almost a statement of now I'm older and I have wisdom to give to those around me, and uh, and my investments can mature. So it's it's not. I don't see it as you know a lot of misery.
3: Sometimes Saturn can. I'm sorry. I didn't Go ahead. Mean to interrupt. What about Uranus? And I know that Pluto is on my 12th house. Are those positives? Well, you were
2: born with Pluto on the 12th, which usually tells us that uh, when you were being born, when you were entering this world, some something was going on. You might have had a hard time being born, or your mom was not well, or some crisis was going on at the time of your birth, and that causes you to be a more serious person in life. Uh, um, it, it's a, it's like, you know, time when we're children seems like everything takes forever because the DNA runs at a much slower pace when you're a child. As you get older, it runs at a faster pace. So we absorb things when we're young a crisis when you're being born is a crisis that lasts a lifetime, whereas a crisis when you're 65, uh, well, it lasts a few minutes and you get over it, or a few months and you get over it. Uh, it's really different. So that's Pluto on that ascendant. Uh, it it causes some challenges. But uh, it just makes people usually, you know, back away from you. You're a person with, you know, you have natural inclination people see you as a a person who tends to be more happy there's a happiness around you even though there's a seriousness about you you have both of these qualities so you're kind of an enigma to people but
3: um playfulness i guess
2: and uranus you have uranus in the 11th house that's actually the home of uranus and uh it's in cancer and uh uranus in this house says you know Changes that come, they come internationally. They come uh, through um, organizations that I might join. I could find myself suddenly connecting uh, uh, with um, others through organizations and find family through organizations, and there could be sudden changes that way. So that's uh, there's nothing bad about that. And it's actually in a beautiful sextile to your Mars, which means – you would probably take action and you could be someone who may work with an international organization.
3: And, I, do, and help. I do.
2: I it do. I do. I'm an
3: interpreter. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, And that's one thing I would love to focus on. Do you see any, well, how could I ask this whether work wise or in every, in any way, do you see stability coming to my life this year?
2: Oh, that's an interesting question. You it, know, it hasn't been. Well, you know, <laughs> we have to learn to ride the wave. <laughs> you have to look at life more as a surfer when you have that kind of life. I have a life like that. It goes up and down like waves, and I just learn to ride it, that's all. And it's just a different kind of life, but it's Okay. Um, do I see stability? You know, you ha- you were born with Neptune in the second house, and that's the house of our income and our values and how we spend our money. And Neptune does not make anything uh, really stable; it makes it nebulous. And uh, so you have to be careful with your money, or have somebody else help you with it, because you you may may do a great job talking to people and connecting, but and you you don't always know where it goes or how you spent it you're by right. the end of the day. So right. you you have to, that causes a certain amount of instability. Uh, you were born with Uranus in the 11th, so that's not usually instability for anybody. That's kind of good. Um, your son is in the third, and, you know, son in the third makes you a great communicator, and that's really what your chart is about. So it doesn't surprise me that you're an interpreter. You have... You have everything that says that. You have the moon in Gemini at the midheaven. Of course, Gemini, again, is not a really stable sign. No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so you're a person who tends to be, you find yourself drawn into a lot of different things and and where you think, well, this is a possibility and that's a possibility. And when we look at so many possibilities, we don't feel stable because we're not rooted in any specific uh, belief system that causes us to be stable so that's a challenge but you know it's not a challenge when you look at it from the other side the problem is the scorpio part of you is looking at the glass half empty instead of half full you need to practice the half full part and that's your mercury and scorpio that's causing the issue um mercury and scorpio always or you know what's wrong with this how do we fix it and uh And where is the real strength behind everything? So it's always digging. It's like this detective digging in everything. And uh, you need to take a breath and let the moon that's in Gemini control sometimes. Uh, That's where you're having the real problem. It's your moon and your Mercury. Uh, They are in what we call a quincunx action, which is very unsettling. It causes stress, and you find yourself going back and forth, back and forth, and and it's it's like you constantly are re examining, did I think this, did I do that, why am I doing this? Yeah. You need to take a breath. Get yes. the astrological calendar so that you can see where the moon is every day. And when the moon is in the air and fire signs, let your moon dominate and consider those days where I explore all the possibilities. When the moon is in the earth and water signs, let your mercury dominate and do your detective work. If you do that, your life will feel more stable.
3: We thank you shall we so can. much. <laughs> I know, I know, and I hope to do a reading with you someday soon. I hope that wish comes true. Thank you so much, and welcome back. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you take good care, right. thank and thank you. Little police woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
3: you. Happy <laughs> birthday. Thank you. Oh.
1: Wow. She's a special lady. She's been a regular for a long time.
2: Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can see what her issues were, and it's good. If she, if she she takes me up on what I just told her. She, it will really help her feel like her life is more stable. That's cool.
1: Uh, we've got Stacy here. Hi, Stacy. you there? Hello, Stacy. 561287. Hi, Stacy.
9: Yes. Oh, hi. hi.
1: You're, you're on
5: the air. Hi. <laughs> hi. Um, my name is Stacy. My birthday is December 26, 1967. I was born, I think, 6, um, six eighteen a.m.
2: Okay. And where were you born, Stacy? In Oceanside, New York. Oceanside, New York? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't quite sure I heard that right, so. And we've got to get all of this right, otherwise when I read you, we'll be all wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's be right, please.
2: Yes. Okay, so now, Stacey, what is it that we need to look at? Um, You know, any new
5: job, new relationship. You know, what do you see coming first or coming at all? Okay. You know, 2018.
2: Okay, let's see here. In terms of opportunities for career, you actually have some something interesting on the horizon. I have to move it forward to see. It could be a couple of months away. I just want to see how close we can get if we can bring it forward. Yeah, okay, so I am right. You're looking at between now and the, around the 5th or so of April, actually right around that, the end of March, the beginning of April, there could be a wonderful opportunity for in terms of career for you. Uh, it looks like it will be something that maybe you had considered in the past and maybe didn't take or didn't get. I'd say go back and go after it. If there's something that you wanted that just didn't arrive or that you thought about doing and you just didn't actually go after, there's your mm-hmm. doorway. That's a that's a good doorway. So I would uh, look at that. Let's see what else is in the mix here for you. And uh, I mentioned earlier about Jupiter going retrograde at 23. Yeah. On, so
5: is that bad March- for a new job? That's what I'm saying. Is it bad if I go for an, a job around that time, if it's in retrograde and Mercury's in oh, retrograde no,
2: and all that? Oh, no, that's not bad. Uh, when Jupiter's in retrograde, it has nothing to do with, you know, if it's bad or good for a job. Even Mercury in retrograde doesn't mean it that much. I mean, people get confused about these things. It, yeah, I, start, I had a
5: job on Mercury retrograde years ago, and it and it, it lasted eight years, surprisingly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no. It has to do with how it activates in your chart, and also uh, when we have a mercury retrograde, it can be that uh, you applied for that job before and then didn't get it, and then you got it, or that someone else had it, and then they ended up going to a different one, and suddenly you got it. It's There's a lot of things that go into that, so don't ever think it's bad because it's mercury retrograde what you have to remember and everybody should remember when you're doing anything in mercury retrograde if it involves signing anything read the details bring somebody else make sure you read all the details clearly because that's where we make the big mistakes or we get a bonus because we added something that they didn't see (laughs) I've done that so It can work in your favor, too, so no, no, don't, don't. What I was going to say about the fact that Mars is, I mean, Jupiter is going to go retrograde is you have your south node and and your progressed south node, both of them are in your tenth house, which is your house of career, and Jupiter right now is activating that in kind of a frictional way. Once it's... And when it goes retrograde, it will still continue to activate until it gets past the 21-degree mark or it goes forward and gets past the 24-degree mark. So once Jupiter goes forward and passes 24 degrees, it stops creating the friction that could give you the job that you want. So it's basically saying it's not available yet. Wait. Okay? That's what it's telling you. Okay, so you're you're looking at down the road a little piece. Let me just go forward a little. I want to. Any
5: romance coming in?
2: I'm sorry. Romance. Oh, romance. You know. We can go back to romance. Romance is an activation of your your um, Venus or your Mercury in your chart. So looking at that, I need to go back to where we are. (laughs) I went way too forward. So let's see here. Well, actually, Jupiter right now has the opportunity. I would take advantage of it. Jupiter is going to sit on top of your Venus. It's applying to your Venus right now in your house of wishes and dreams, the things you have wished for, dreamt of, and wanted in a a loving experience. It's about to make it possible for you. And so I would say you have to take advantage of it. Go out, circulate, connect, and... uh, What is Venus? Venus is in this 11th house, so that's the house of organizations. If you're a member of any organization, make sure you go to the events or go to the meetings because you could end up finding love at one of those and it might surprise you. So that's important. What else Venus rules in this chart? Well, a career, so it could come in through your career as well. And if you're looking for um, a new job It could come through that, so I would definitely continue to be active and participate that way. It's certainly in a great position. And, of course, the good news is when Jupiter goes retrograde on the 7th, it's going to come back around and activate this Venus again. So (laughs) you're going to get more than one opportunity this year. You have the opportunity now and will continue until you get to uh, the beginning of March, and then it will come again Probably, I'm going to say probably August or so. What's just, coming in August? Uh, another opportunity for you to connect with someone, possibly to fall oh. in love.
5: Oh, so I'll meet another person in August and one, like, one what month?
2: You, right now you have the opportunity to meet someone. Right now.
5: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting out, like, just... um. When is it? a couple of weeks. I, I like sporting events so with a friend because that's something like you have mutual interests. I like mm-hmm. tennis so things like that. I don't do online dating or anything. Please. No, no,
2: no. This is not online. I don't see you online dating. Uh, you have I don't. Going I don't up. do.
5: The, I don't.
2: I, I don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but right now is a good time now until about the beginning of march as a good opportunity so any organizations you belong to go or anything any kind of organization group event go to it because you could meet someone and then in now.
5: august yeah and in august yeah i like the beach i like outdoor festivals i like um, it's you know, it's actually
2: a little testing. later than August. I just went forward to find the time frame. It starts around the 22nd of September. So it's actually the beginning of fall. And that'll oh, go wow. for. Okay, so that's another time. You need to be out and about and connect because you have an opportunity to connect with somebody that you'd fall in love with. Then,
5: but now it's just going to be like um, no, dating. No, now it,
2: it's. Then they're both opportunities. No, don't negate either of them. They're both. Oh, possible.
5: okay. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, because I'm like, you know, Valentine's Day is
2: coming up. <laughs> I mean, That's it's right. I mean, years, it's all, I didn't have a date.
5: There's all kinds of
2: events on Valentine's Day, so. yeah, and I'm like my
5: oh. oh. 50th birthday. yeah, my b- birthday came, and I'm like, oh, I didn't have a date, and I didn't have a, you know, um New Year's. It's all around the same time, so. Spring is when stuff blossoms, but it'll be nice around this time.
2: You go for it.
1: Definitely. <laughs> we we <laughs> gotta we gotta move Michelle.
5: <laughs> okay.
1: Good luck oh, with I that. think
5: they still wanna listen. This is this is great. Very enlightening. Okay. I loved it. Okay. Right. Well
2: you have a fabulous night and I and I hope that you connect with somebody during this first period and maybe you'll connect with someone in the next one as
1: well. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's then it's going the half happen. Too. Then she'll have to call up and, and say, which one do I take? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Better that she gets one now and then takes it to the next level at the next connection. Good point. We've got Diana here. Hi, Diana. You're on the air.
8: Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was born September 24th, 1946. 24th,
2: 1946. And the time?
8: Uh eleven forty four PM.
2: Eleven forty four PM? Almost missed that day, yeah. Huh?
8: Yeah. And <laughs> and and where were you born? In the Bronx, Bronx, New York.
2: Bronx, New York. All right. I grew up in the Bronx. Did you? I did. I wasn't born in the Bronx, but I grew up in the Bronx. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what the troy wheel shows us. All right, you tend to be an introvert. It's wonderful to have you on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want me to look at? You've got a real congregation uh, in the fourth house here. oh, and you're a well here. you know
8: I'm not a baby so i've I've accomplished some things I have a family, children, grandchildren but i I always had the feeling that I'm missing, not doing something. I just feel like somewhere I'm unfulfilled. And I wondered if you could pick up anything on that.
2: Hmm, that's interesting. Let's look at your nodes and see what your nodes tell us, okay? So your south node, north node, south node, 15 degrees Sag, north node then is uh, 15 degrees Gemini. So and it's in your 12th house. So that's very interesting. It's telling us that uh, you're waiting till later in life for you to uh, go forward with the achievements that you came in to do as soul. Doesn't mean you haven't been doing them, but there's a going a step further. And also fascinating is the supermoon we've just had activated your nodes with those nodes. Those nodes activated these nodes. So ah. you really be given a little push, because the progress nodes are at 1132, and I think that it was 1137 was the nodes that we just had with the supermoon. So, that's pretty darn close. That's a serious action, okay? And it activated your progressed sun at the same time. So, let's, let's talk about those things. The north node is in Gemini, in the 12th house, and Twelfth house is the house that we call the house of the of sabotage, self sabotage. It's the house of karma. It's the house of things that we hide away from ourselves for whatever reason and uh, need to pull out and look at, and uh, and we sabotage ourselves as a result of not looking at them. Okay, in Gemini, it's about lots of options and it's about making choices and it's about uh, communicating. Uh, in a way that is free and open, which doesn't really operate very well in the 12th house (laughs) because that's a house where we don't actually, we think the thoughts and we keep them inside. So exploring options is part of this. When we look at the south node, it's in Sagittarius, and the south node uh, in the 6th house is saying This is the house of the workplace. It's the house of health, and it's the house of service as well. It's actually the house of all kinds of charitable experiences, and uh, in Sagittarius is international experiences. Uh, So you, with your son there as well, there's a statement that there may be travel that you have not done. Travel to places that you've considered and thought of and were imprisoned and couldn't get to for whatever reasons you sabotaged sabotaged yourself from doing it and that could be very well family We most women when they grow up and they end up getting married and get involved with family they don't travel they don't go to the places they want to go but it looks to me like uh, there is uh, some foreign places that you may be uh, wanting to visit and what they will uncover for you is wisdom knowledge uh, an expansion of your spiritual self so it's not just traveling because you want to see something, there's a part of you that knows that these are connected to who you really are. So have you considered or thought about taking a journey? (laughs) You might be taking a class, too. I mean, Sagittarius can take you on the journey through a class or a conference. But uh, I've
8: taken many, many classes, and I look forward to taking more of that, yes. Um, As far as travel... You know, I think I always had—I always held myself back, and I never really thought about going too far. I think I always had that hesitation.
2: You—you—you—you you, you have. Yeah.
8: <laughs> but that's the part of you that isn't fulfilled because you have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, uh, you do have Neptune right now at the midheaven. Okay, Neptune in the sky is at the midheaven. And you have Pisces at the midheaven. And uh, so here you are, a person who uh, can travel in the dream state. And you might want to activate that. Maybe that will give you the fulfillment you want, although you seem to be challenged and uh, because your nodes are in a square to Neptune, or Neptune is squaring the nodes, it's making a T-square. So it's basically challenging you. Can you get out and take that trip, or are you going to continue to just dream about it? That's what it's asking you. Mm. So you're asking us, and I'm telling you what it says. (laughs) Now it's up
10: to
2: you to take the plunge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll have to think about
8: that, because I honestly don't know where I would travel to. The furthest I go is from New York to Florida.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I, I realize that. I realize you don't. The Gemini part of it is what makes it so fascinating, because Gemini could pick anywhere and maybe this is what you do, try this. Try getting out a map or a globe or whatever and uh, throw a couple of dice or pennies or something on it and see where they land. I'm not saying you'll go to where they land, but what it will do is activate in you a remembrance of what you want and what you absolutely don't want.
8: Right.
2: So um, you might give that a try.
8: I will. I will try that.
2: You'll have to let us know what you do. I mean, I see also that you're, you have your Saturn progressed and your Pluto, and Saturn and Pluto are in your second house, and, they're, and they make what we call a quincunx to that midheaven, especially Pluto right now. It's, it's actually in a quincunx, to the, or Neptune traveling is in a quincunx to Pluto, and that's also adds to the mix where there's a part of you that says no what am I doing I shouldn't spend the money it's too much money why would I do that da 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 so you're going to have to come to a conclusion here <laughs> I would well, you might want to wait like a couple of years till Neptune is no longer in the quincunx and that will make it a little easier
8: well I'll tell you I do I, the one thing I do and that wasn't that long ago is in the last 10 years I do do some spiritual work. I do do some mediumship, and I have done, I just haven't progressed, you know, to do a whole lot of it or really be out there. So that's something that's on the back burner, and maybe that has something to do with what you're saying.
2: Sure. It absolutely could. And actually, as Neptune continues to travel in Pisces, it's going to activate all kinds of things in your chart. It's acti- going to activate your Venus. Is going to activate your vertex, but most importantly it will activate progress Jupiter, Venus, and Mercury. And all of them are in your fifth house, which is your house of investing in yourself and your creativity. And having that magnificent trine to all of those planets is going to open up the doorway for you to do more mediumship, possibly travel, and again, like I said, it could be traveling on the inner planes. Neptune lets you travel all worlds, not just the earth. <laughs> and uh so it could be that kind of travel, but it's gonna open those doors, so you're gonna to continue to grow in this, uh, over the next years, the next five, six years.
8: Well that sounds great. <laughs> That's just <laughs> what I'm looking for.
2: Awesome. Well take care of yourself and if you do take a journey, let us know what it is. <laughs> I definitely Absolutely. will. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you for calling. Good care, night.
1: Now. You have a- Well, you have certainly um, done full-spectrum work here. Did we? Yeah, I would say so. We did a heck of a lot of we. we. I didn't do anything. I just sat here and listened. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's amazing how you're able to go chart to chart to chart to chart. To chart. And and everything is, is obviously so so dramatically different. It's just amazing. Yeah, well
2: everybody's so different, you know, and it's it that's why it's kind of fascinating when I hear people say, you know, they read they read horoscopes in the newspaper and they say, "Astrology, well, that's just baloney." <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, they I guess when they do it in the newspaper, they do make it very, very general, but when somebody takes the time to actually go to an astrologer and have their chart done, it's so specific, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I I think, you know, while we don't really have the time to really do anything really in depth um as much as you'd like to go. Uh, yeah. You know, it it just it, it is such a fascinating adventure listening to how you're able to pinpoint for people things that they you know, have thought about, or have an act, you know, actively thought out, or how, like with a number of them, you pegged them to the point where they said, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's got to be exciting to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I
2: just kind of take it for granted, I guess, <laughs> is there, I've been doing this for so long, and to me, it's like reading a newspaper. Um, so you know, you, you, so you want me to go to page five? Okay, fine. I'm here in page five. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just um, yeah, it's very well. If, you know, if people I do, would like, I, if people I, I want to get, get emotionally involved when we oh, have someone with a child that's any oh, yeah. kind of issue. that. that
1: now, yeah. now, if people would like to get a hold of you for a private reading, where do they get a hold um, of you?
2: you can either call me or, or email me or just go to my website and click from there. So it's Michelle Avanti with 1-L-M-I-C-H-E-L-E Avanti, A-V-A-N-T-I dot com or Astrology and More. And you have to write it all out. The word Astrology, the word and, and the word More at gmail.com. And that's a direct link to me or you can call me 541-900-
1: 1084. Wow. Well, I want to thank you again for being a font of wisdom, knowledge, and insight and uh, enlightening us all. Been an honor as usual. So nice to be able to connect <laughs> with people. Well, I look forward to next month and I will talk to you before then, but thank you very, very much for being here and for sharing your, your talents and your gifts with and your insights with so many people.
2: Great honor. Great pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this, Barbara.
1: Oh, I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> Thanks again. And and everybody, thank you so much for being here, for sitting and listening, for sharing your birthday with us and and kind of putting your lives out there on the line too. We look forward to next month. And um If you need to get a hold of Michelle, she's given the information out there. Just check her out and give her a call. Good night now.